the first thing that you're going to do is build a personal brand that is not in alignment with just your business. Do you know how many people that I meet on a day-to-day basis that just have a business brand? You're listening to the Small Business Talk podcast with Kathy Smith. Small Business Talk is a podcast for business owners and entrepreneurs who want a better way to run their businesses without spending years doing it the hard way. Small Business Talk is hosted by Kathy Smith, who has run the same marketing agency for more than 17 years and helped hundreds of business owners achieve their marketing goals. Welcome to Small Business Talk, episode 199. Today, my special guest is Jemima Ashley from the Visibility Lab. Hey, Jemima. Hey, Kathy. How are you doing? Thanks. Uh, 199. You're so close to 200. Excited. I know. 200 next week. Can you believe it? I certainly did not think that far ahead when I started. My my first aim was to hit 10 episodes, Mm -hmm. then 20, then 50. Suddenly, we got to 100. And oh, my golly gosh, now we're at 200. Well, we will be next week. So that's amazing. So thank you for being 199. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here. And we have a great topic today is how to get free PR for your business. Yeah, so, I'm all, all about visibility. Let's do this. Sounds good. So you got some suggestions for us, Jemima? I do, Kathy. Interesting that you ask. Uh, really like I've prepared something for you. Uh, so let's start at the very beginning. This is my favourite thing about visibility is that um, the first thing that you're going to do is build a personal brand that is not in alignment with just your business. Do you know how many people that I meet on a day-to-day basis that just have a business brand and you forget that you are the entrepreneur? Let me give you an example. My name is Jemima Ashley and I'm the CEO of a company called The Visibility Lab. Do you know how difficult it is to hire the Visibility Lab to do a speaking engagement or to come and do a podcast? But it is very easy to get Jemima Ashley to come and do those things. You need to separate these two out very, very clearly and you need to present yourself forward. You cannot be just your business brand. You have to be the the CEO, the founder, the business owner of your business for so many reasons. That is so true. I've recently been coaching a guy that used to be a lawyer and Mm. he's having a lot of problems with his identity Mm -hmm. because he no longer practices law but he still sees himself as a lawyer and his business was all built around being a lawyer which he no longer does so suddenly not only do you lose your brand but you lose your identity as well yeah it's it's big and it's really big and people don't realize how much we often put our business forward. We put our business to the front because it's easy to stand behind. But if you're trying to get visible, to get free PR, to get free visibility, there is no way that you can just put the business forward. Kathy, you'll know this. How many people sell their businesses? How many people move on and do other things? I've had four businesses since I started. I've sold two of them. We closed one. I'm working on the fourth. But at the end of the day, my achievements that I had throughout those three businesses before this needed to be recorded somewhere. And I did that by building the Jemima Ashley brand alongside with any business brand that I have. And I would argue pretty strongly that my business, my personal brand is much stronger than my business brand. Absolutely. And it's much easier for people to connect with a person than a business. So 100%. having that, that personal brand means that if you do sell your businesses or if you do then go back to being employed, you don't lose all that capital and collateral. 
Yeah, 100%. So that's my first tip is make sure that you've got a really strong personal brand alongside. And, you know, this, well, I could spend, we could do a whole podcast on just personal brand, which we can do later, maybe in the 250s. But this is the thing with that. Most people think it's just about like what colors you wear, about who, this is about you turning up, which leads me into number two. So number two tip, you need to build a strong personal network high level personal network. Kathy, I know that you know the answer to this, but if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Absolutely. What are you doing? <laughs> have to be in a room that are people that are smarter than you and have a high level network of people around you that will, are willing to say your name, even if you're not in that room. Yes. What do they say? Reputation is what people say about you when you're not there. Have you ever heard someone say something about someone you're like, if someone said that about me, I would rather die that be careful what they're saying obviously but also like your high level network should tell you this is where things like networking this is where um this is where networking comes into play this is where you need to make sure that you're going to events this may is you know and it's not always just in person as well there are lots of online things that you can go and do be really careful about you know the sum of five people is a very real phenomenon and people don't often business owners fail to recognise how vital that is while we're doing that come up, while we're doing the work in that room. You need to have people advocating for you at all times and you need to be influenced by people who know more than you, who are going to push you harder and are going to help you ultimately get visibility and create good relationships and good alliances. Absolutely. And you forget that people forget you. If you're not there all the time, you're not top of mind. And suddenly they're asked about somebody in visibility, somebody looking for PR or web designer or whatever. And they will say the first one that springs to mind. Then they go, oh, yeah, I should have recommended these other three people. But if you're not in their face, whether it be in person or online or just through your email database, they will forget you. Yeah, so the psychology tells us it's 42 days. For someone to to actively put your name forward, 42 days. For those people who are like, I go to one networking group every two months, too late. You need to go every month. You need to be in the rooms. You need to be ne- doing the network. So uh, number three, my favourite one, like really closely related. You'll see how these all follow on really nicely. Social media. Do you know how many people don't do social media well? Kathy, you've got a question. How many times a day should I post on social media platforms? I have LinkedIn, I have Facebook and I have Instagram. How many times should I be posting on that? Well, you have to be active, obviously. And absolutely, it, it depends on your clients because you're finding that not everybody's seeing that post and yep. it disappears very quickly. Yeah, so we teach our clients to post on each platform once a day and depending on what time of day when you post what the image is, you're looking around 6% of your network actually seeing your social media posts. So people go, I can't do one a day. I'm going to annoy my network. Most of your network's not ever going to see this, darling. Like you've just got to keep putting that out there. And the reason um, 6% is not a lot. One of the reasons that we push really hard for this is because it's also the number one place people go to now to look for you. From a visibility and PR perspective, if you're pitching for for media, which we'll jump into in a second, if you're pitching for media, if you're pitching for podcasts, if you're pitching for these places, the first place people are going to go is your social media. How active are you? How many engagements do you have? I've built a fairly significant following of social media just by doing a lot of stories, a lot of video content, a lot of people getting to know me behind the scenes. That has been vital. Building my personal brand alongside with that network as well as documenting that on social media, that has been absolutely pivotal for me building my business to where it is now. 
Absolutely. Social media, do it right. Yeah, and stories are a great way to engage your audience too. So if you're not getting that engagement, the platform's not going to push you out. So making sure. sure that you are replying to comments, you are actually interacting and not just submitting posts and never being there is mm-hmm. vital. Yeah, absolutely. That comment, that feedback, that, that you know, thanks so much for the like, thanks for the follow. I've got a client at the moment who's trying something. Every time someone follows them, they send them a video. And like, hey, Kathy, thanks for following me. I really, like, love that. Love what you're doing in your business. Looks like you make cool jewellery. Thanks. That's these videos that he's sending out and he's getting really good engagement from it. Yeah, because it's a bit different. It's not just getting in your DMs and saying, hey, buy my shit. It's yeah. um, actually getting there and making that personal connection. Yeah. So the thing is also that we get wrong with social media and this part's important. Don't post for the sake of posting, have intention behind the post. So we always tell our clients to kind of break them up. So the first thing is make sure that you're it's expert positioning post, that you're putting stuff out there about you, that you're putting stuff out about your business, why you're an expert on what you do. Second thing I want you to look at is building your CRM. Get them off social media. You don't own it. We are very much walking towards very quickly a pay-to-play operational thing of social media. In the next five years, we'll be paying to play just in social media. It's where our attention is, it's where the money is. The next thing is make sure, so get them off that. It's important that you take the people off social media. You don't own Facebook, you don't own Instagram. At any point, you can go away. Be very mindful of that. Um, You know, personal posts. You don't OD diary entries. This is like, here I am at the beach. Here's my favourite food. Do you know I have a cat? Do you know I have a dog? My favourite coffee is a nice latte. These things are important because people want to know, like, and trust you. This builds in the personal brand. And finally, make sure that you're, like, really proving what you do. So this is testimonials. This is quotes. Break up your social media from the litany of trying to sell to people. That's the other way of getting really good visibility very quickly. Absolutely. And I think that five-year time frame is actually going to be much shorter than that because we're already seeing Mm. a huge pay-to-play and it will be even tighter than that coming forward. And especially now with AI as well, that's going to really feed into that and speed these things up. Yeah, MetaVerified, I think, has become, you know, like not little money. For the first time, I think Twitter was $6 or something a month to be verified. You're now verified at $50 a meta Australian um, across Instagram and LinkedIn. His, uh, Instagram and Facebook, sorry. The problem is with that is that, that's a significant amount of money considering we paid nothing to begin with. Yes, absolutely. And it will continue to grow. Indeed, it will, definitely. And you just don't know what the algorithms are going to do. We've seen very, very big businesses disappear overnight because they've built their whole entire business on social media platforms that have changed. I mean, look at MySpace. That was huge. And suddenly Facebook came about. And people say Facebook's going to be here forever. Well, people thought MySpace would be here forever as well. Yeah, it's um, an extremely naive way moving forward. So get people off social media for the love of all things holy, like get your CRM built, get your league magnets right. All right, it's my favourite one. Number four, let's jump in. Free media and PR, my favourite thing. So, Kathy, and I'm going to pretend like you don't know the answer to this one, Um if I live in Australia, but I've got clients in the US, does it mean that I can't get featured in the US? Well, I would say no, you definitely would be able to be yeah. featured in the US because they love our accent. And they this do. podcast is just a perfect example how our audience are from the US. Along a big section of the work that we do is teaching people that we are on a 24-hour media cycle that 
understanding that syndicated press versus independent, that you do one story in one magazine, it can be in a hundred tomorrow. So media and PR, it is so easy to get seen in media and PR today. Like I'm talking, Kathy, you want to be on TV today? We can make that happen. It's not that difficult. And this is what PR firms, PR firms hate us because we're like, oh, why don't you just do this yourself? Let us show you how to do it. This is what we teach every single day. So media and PR is an interesting one. So because we're in a 24-hour media cycle, because there are constantly journalists and people looking for you to come and talk to them, to be featured in print media, to go onto podcasts, journalists are always looking for experts. And when I'm talking always, last week alone we had about, I think it was something like 1,300 media opportunities. That was a pretty light week for us. Now, people want experts in everything, apples, lighting, water purification process um bruce springsteen was one i saw recently there are a whole reason people want to talk to journalists want to talk to experts so whatever topic you are an expert in someone wants to talk to you someone wants to run a story on that might not be every day but there's someone out there there are thousands of places you can get featured now here are my favorites because i always like to give away the farm here are the keys to the farm if you will um the first one is source bottle s-o-u-r-c-e bottle that is predominantly Australian. We are seeing fairly significant leaps and bounds into the US market. We're also seeing a lot of bounds into um, Ireland of all places. Oh, okay. So journalists, yeah, journalists are putting sources up. So you're a source for a journalist and putting up responses for that. There's a lot of tricks and hacks into doing that. We don't have time for that, but make sure that you're responding and answering the question properly. The next one, if you're in America, the, the best one to look at is called Harrow. Help a reporter out. Be prepared. It is what Australians refer to as a dog's breakfast. There is everything from Forbes magazine all the way through to Joe Blog's podcast, who has one episode. So you are going to be going through quite a significant number. They send three emails a day. They're always quite meaty. It's a lot. So be prepared for that. Um, and then finally, I would say um, the other one is like the start to look for podcasts. If you're a fan of Kathy's podcast, you're listening to this episode and like, wow, Jemima, really interesting. Kathy, are you ever looking for guests to come on your podcast? Absolutely. Reach out. It's really that simple. There's a real process on how to do that and just not being like, I'm the best, interview me. You know, Kathy, hey, I love your podcast. Love to have a chat with you. Let's collaborate. These things are important. And even just asking for simple collaboration can absolutely change to get free media today. Perfect. I love those actionable real tips and that makes such a difference. Yeah, literally my life is like, here are the here's the keys to the castle. Would you guys want them? And people are like, oh, it seems too good to be true. I'm like, no, we're we're done with you, PR firm. I'm gonna show you how to do it. <laughs> and um it bewilders me about the amount of people who are like, this is a lot easier. So if you're paying for PR now, let's have a chat because you are effectively handing someone else an admin task we can teach a VA in three months. Like it is not, there is no reason on any logical way that I should be a TV expert and been featured 400 times. None, zero out of 10. Yet here we are. So let's do this. If Jemima can do it, you can do it. Oh my, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't do that. No, you can. It's literally, I, sorry, my favorite thing, Kathy, and you probably, you know this about me, is hackable ways of doing stuff. We have busy lives. All businesses are busy. No one's saying that you're not. However, what if we can make a streamlined process that made things a lot easier to do as quickly as possible at any given time? That is effectively the business I created. Like, let's hack this and make it as easy as possible. Finally, number five, my favourite tip of all, 
and anyone that knows me knows I talk about this all the time, awards. Do you know how easy it is to get free PR for awards? You've got to apply. Got to apply. In 2019, the average, the biggest award in Australia is the Australian Small Business Champion. They had 32 applications per category. Last year, they had over 1,000. The word is out. I have ruined this. I'm sure a big part <laughs> of it is me that's talking about awards for the last four years. Here's the problem. Got to mean it to win it. Yep. Why did someone else win that award? Your competitor, why did they win the award? They entered. I you entered. Didn't. You didn't. There are admin fees that go into awards. Awards are a business. I'll give you a whole video on that too. Awards are a business. But ultimately, they're also a really good auditing tool. What are you doing well? What are you crushing right now? What are you absolutely killing? Also, there is something really powerful about your name being read in a room of a 1,000 people. True story. That happened to me two nights back to back. Pretty incredible. 2,000 people heard my name. Jemima Ashley, female entrepreneur of the uh, Visibility Lab. Like, oh, my gosh. The video recordings of that were incredible. It's very important that you understand that these things are not accidental, particularly awards. Very, very intentional. Um, there are, we'll have this year 400 different awards open. So buckle in. And then making sure you are leveraging that when you do become a finalist and then yeah. Well, you won't win with Hoist Daily Clients. You're not going to win. Some of them do, but you're not going to win. The odds are not in your favour, but you want to just be a finalist. That's all we want from you. Yeah. And then you've got that ability to leverage that oh, as well. So simple. Award, you know, she's an award-winning entrepreneur. She's she she um she's been a finalist for the Australian Small Business Champion. She's been a finalist for a Women to Watch for 2023. These titles, when they're read out, people are like, wow, that's a big deal. They don't even have to know the context of where that's come from. That's a really big statement. You see people in the, you know, the Forbes, um, sorry, the um, Australian Financial Review Women's, you know, nomination for women's, even the nomination, people are like, oh, my gosh, that's incredible. True, it is. It's amazing when people do things like that. Yeah. It's absolutely vital. And a lot of those you can self-nominate. So yes, you can. not only is it a good auditing tool, but it's the, the perfect way to leverage that PR. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Kathy, that runs up my big five tips for free PR. So the first one is build a strong personal brand. Number two, get around good people. Get around really good people. Get, like, for visibility's sake, absolutely get in the right rooms. Go to networking events. Join um, join online communities. Join in-person communities. If you are the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Number three, get social media right. Make sure that you're not just selling to people on every single post. For the love of all things holy, please don't do that. Very important that you educate, um, create, create a community, inform, connect. Number four, start pitching yourself to media. There are hundreds upon hundreds of websites and thousands of opportunities per day that are coming out. So absolutely pitch first. And number five, make sure that you're pitching for awards. App, apply for them. They're so simple to apply for. You know, the great thing about awards, just before, we, before I wrap this one up, because that's the other thing I'm going to tell you, is that, there's only so many ways. All of the awards ask largely the same question. So if you did, I don't know, one really good application and you just repurposed that to high heaven, again, life hack. There's only so many ways people can ask you, so why did you start your business? How are you marketing your business? All awards ask the same questions. Your job is to just tell them again exactly why. Perfect. And you might be lucky enough to be in a category where there's not so many people that have nominated and you might just get that winning award as well 
yeah, I've taken a few home. We like to set low expectations of people. You're not going to win. And then when you do win, everyone loses their mind. You don't, you know, you might win. I've taken a few home. A lot of our clients take home awards. We're very excited about them. Um, but, you know, finalist reads just as well. The psychology tells us that finalist reads just as well as winning. Fantastic. So that are some really great tips. So, Jemima, if people would like to know more about you and how to find you, where do they go? Uh, all of the socials. Uh, my, um, You can also find me at jemimaashley.com. Go and check the show notes. There's tons of information about me. Um, very, very searchable on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and a terrible TikTok. So enjoy that. <laughs> all right. So at this stage of the podcast, I get to ask you five questions. Are you game? Let's go. I'm ready. What's the best advice given to you by a mentor? Don't believe your own bullshit. I had a really good story written about me and I was like, oh, I feel like I've made it. He's like, you've not made it, kid. You had one good story. Don't believe your own bullshit. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest help you've received since starting your business? The biggest help I've received? Goodness. Um, th- there's too many to name. My network is incredible. Um, who have opened doors and introduced me to people and and being able to lift me when I couldn't do it myself. There are times where, you know, the day that you declare that you're working at Cole Supermarket, yeah, I've had people that have pulled me up and been like, mm, I don't know. So too many to name for that. People are always helping. It's the incredible thing in opening doors, but that just talks to my high-level network. There's too many people to name here. And too many people will hate me if I don't name them. So uh, all of you have been incredible. My summer five people are the best. <laughs> What's the one thing that you have to do every day? You're non-negotiable. Uh, I have a very, very strict morning routine. I um, I also will go to the gym every single day, even if I'm only there for an hour, half an hour, 20 minutes. It is that move, movement of body getting connected back in with myself. Um, I have about 20 videos that I watch every single day. They are mindset slash motivational ones. Um, and I also meditate. I would say every day, but it's probably every other day this week um, just for some other conflicting stuff and it's just to check in to make sure I'm on the right path. It is very easy in this job to get caught into the doing and not working on the business and where it's going. Absolutely, and I think a lot of people fall into that trap Mm. of doing the doing, not the working on. It is very intentional. I have allocated CEO time on Monday and um, that's where I will just like check in with those. So am I becoming the best version of myself? The personal development for me is important. Fantastic. That leads perfectly into our next question. What is your favourite business book and why? Atomic Habits. There is no other book as far as I'm concerned to this stuff. Atomic Habits. Uh, James Clear, if you haven't read it, basically it discusses one of the concept of the transformation is not a future event it is a current day activity we wait till like this is why I go to the gym every day despite not wanting to go and some days like literally just walking on a treadmill it's the activity rather than the result um the best way to explain it is uh Kathy have you about like have you or your children ever had braces stay with me here I promise I'm making a making a point my son has, yes, indeed. Great. So I got Invisalign during the lockdowns of Melbourne and I got Invisalign put on and the doctor said it's going to be 0.1 mil at a time. And over the course of two years, every single day, my teeth are now the, my favourite thing. Like I have the best teeth I've ever had in my entire life. I'm so in love with them. But it was this tiny little painstaking activity of every day doing this very boring thing. It is the same as brushing your teeth. It is the same as doing like 10 push-ups. 10 push-ups mean nothing. 
But if you do that every single day for 365 days, suddenly you've done close to 4,000 push-ups over the course of the week, of the year. These tiny little nonsensical things, it's not one burger that's the problem. It's the 365 burgers because you had one every day for lunch. It's not the one Coke. It's the fact that you had that every single day with dinner for 365 days. It's that, you know, it's not, it's these tiny little things that we do on repeat. It's the things we tell ourselves, the tiny little things that absolutely get us. I could talk forever about this book. Um, and if 1% better is a 26% increase of whatever you're doing over the next 12 months, and you don't have to do, you know, even if you miss one day brushing your teeth, so be it, like it's fine, it's pick up again the next day. But if you skip an entire year, we have a totally different problem. Absolutely. And I think that's sometimes where people get a bit unstuck because they've got this new habit, they've stopped it for a day or two, Mm -hmm. they suddenly think, oh, well, why pick it up? Because I can't do it. No, stop, restart, I'll pick it again. And our last question is, what do you wish you had known when you started your business? I wish I had known to trust my gut more. I wish I had known that I knew what I was doing, even if it didn't make sense, even if I couldn't verbalise it. And I left an extremely lucrative career in law enforcement. I left a six-figure salary. I was doing really well in government. I was climbing the corporate ladder and I stopped and made a jewellery business. And understandably, people were genuinely worried about me because I just went from this very high-powered, professional, amazing career to being like, I think I'm going to start an art and craft business to the point my dad said to me, are you okay? Do we want to get a doctor involved? Do we want to go and see someone? And very good intention, right? Like there's no bad intentions. There's no ill to him at all here. I just knew better. And I didn't know what that was going to be. And I'm grateful for people that tried to be like, explain this to me, like trying to help me. But my time was, I spent a lot of the first six to 12 months justifying my life choices my time would have been better spent doing the thing rather than justifying the thing now. Perfect. And that's a great way to end our podcast. You know, you should know, and make sure the rest of the world knows. Please do, because no one's coming to advocate for you. It's just you guys. And you have to tell people how great you are. Remind them again just who you are. Fantastic. So thank you so much, Jemima. And as you said, all the links will be in the show notes. So episode 199, I can't believe we've made it. 200 next week. I can, Kath. You've done great. Thank you. And it's been having wonderful guests like you and then doing the thought leader piece in the middle. That is why it's all here. And it's exactly what you said. It's one step at a time and making sure that you are consistent. Thanks, Kathy. Hopefully everyone's got something really valuable out of today. And thank you for amazing. 199. Well done. I can't wait to listen to this and to 200 as well. Thanks so much, Jemima. And SBT audience, remember, enjoy your journey. Don't forget to subscribe to Small Business Talk podcast and head on over to smallbusinesstalk.com.au forward slash downloads for all the show notes and links to this episode. Remember, to be great, you must start. Pick one tip from today's episode, take action and implement it. Let's meet again next week at the same time and place. Until then, take action. And SBT community, enjoy your journey.